0: the podcast and everything. This is the NFL fourth quarter regular season recap with Zaheed. How's it going, guys? So we're just going to recap through regular season and we'll have a playoff preview coming up soon with a few others. But uh, just me and Zaheed are going to recap since we've done this for the other three quarters, basically, of the season. We're just going to wrap this one up and give some uh, the podcast and everything awards. First ever.
1: Oh, yeah. Awards for... Uh... Awards and uh, non-awards so the worst things, also, right? Yeah, I got a whole bunch of concrete. I can just like write, <laughs> just build, build, a wall out of uh, awards.
0: Just send them to all these. She <laughs> send them to all the candidates. Like you are,
1: <laughs> you were nominated. Here's your here's your piece of concrete. They might take take it as a threat. <laughs> but yeah, happy new year to everyone. Um, hope you guys had a good holiday season and. Uh, Let's let's get, get ready for the playoffs.
0: Oh, yeah. I'm excited. As Eagle fans, we're kind of excited because we just got into the playoffs. And we probably shouldn't have been. We'll talk about that mm-hmm. in more detail later on. But um, we ended the last one talking about an Eagles tailgating RV.
1: Yes, we did. We it's had a yeah. little, little, little uh, not setback, but uh, we're stalling it a little bit. But, um yeah, it might still happen. Uh, we just have to get the, figure out the uh, details. Uh, but we did check it out. What do you think of the oh, I like it. Uh, we can definitely gut it and make it our own. I mean, there's a shower that we don't has need. no need to be there. It no. can be a kegerator. Yeah, it could be. The bathroom situation could be a little bit better. I don't want... The guy was saying that uh, you put cat litter and make people piss in that. And I was like, all right, that's a little bit too much. <laughs> yeah. So we do need to gut the pl- thing, but it runs... Pretty well looks like. Um but yeah, it looks nice. We just have to figure it out hopefully by springtime we'll uh figure something out for this.
0: Yeah, another guy wants to sell it. Hopefully we get some other people to help us out yeah. and we help can help us uh renovate this thing. Yeah. So let's get into this actual episode now mm-hmm. and let's go over the surprise teams of the NFL
1: regular season. All right, so I'll I'll go first. Uh, do you want me to do all of my teams? Uh, ones, let's go back and back forth, one one. Okay, I see. Like we have a couple of them that are the same, or one of them that are the same. But uh, my first one I would say is I hate to say it, but it's Dallas Cowboys. Um, they won the division obviously, um, and it, it's it's not surprising that they won the division because I think since two thousand four, I believe. There hasn't been a back-to-back champion for NFC East. It's always been a different team, so you kind of knew that every year NFC East is going to bring someone at a different champion. I just didn't expect Dallas to do it, especially how they started the season uh, with uh, they were three and five, I believe, and then they, you know, get on a roll, beat the Saints, um, and you know, finish the season ten and six. So the, they went seven and one to finish the season, which is pretty amazing. Uh, I still think, you know, we're going to get to the, about the playoffs. I, I don't think they have a good chance of going too far in the playoffs. But uh, just, you know, uh, Garrett definitely is coming back, which is, you know, good for everyone else because I don't think he's a good coach. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Dak is Dak. I mean, he'll play well against bad teams, but he's a game manager. He's nothing special. Um, it's all about Ezekiel Elliott and that uh, the two defensive and the offensive line. What do you think?
0: Yeah, that being said,
1: I mean, they did surprise me. Looking
0: at it, they only scored 15 more points than they gave up, and they finished four games over 500. So like if you break that down, it's like four points a game is their average. Their defense. <laughs> and yeah, their defense is
1: pretty good. Vander Ash is going to be a beast for years to come. He got hurt in the Giants game. I saw that. I don't understand that. Um, they uh, played all their starters against the Giants, which was a meaningless game for them. And if, some, if Dak got hurt or one of the receiver got hurt, they would have gotten scrutinized. Just to get the 10 wins, I mean, does that mean anything if it doesn't affect your playoff positioning? I don't think so. No.
0: Um, yeah, but that being said, they were a surprise team. At, when they were 3-5, and five, about to be 3-6, and six, yep. their season was basically over, and they turned it around dramatically and won a division. Exactly. And an playoff game. Yeah, so, I mean, the yeah.
1: Eagles helped them out by losing two
0: to them, so that didn't help. Yeah, so my surprise team um, would be the Chicago Bears. I was not expecting them to be this good. They finished with 12 wins. Um, Number three in the NFC, one of the best defenses in the league. I think I have it written down that they were number one and number two uh, players with interceptions. Number one and number four. Their defense. Yeah, they're number three in defense and number one in rushing defense. So they just found a way to just click, and and it's a first-year coach on top. Yeah, and with Trubisky, who's learning, that's exactly what you want. Yeah. Is he? He's not the guy you got to rely on. That defense is helping him out, and his learning curve is. I
1: mean, you know, know, I gotta say, um, you know, this Andy Reid Reach, Reach coaching tree is working like every coach that he has, they're basically the quarterback whisperer like Doug Peterson, now Matt Nagy, um, you know, Matt Nagy basically took a bad Chicago team that was like, was spot six and ten maybe, or even worse than that last year, um into a twelve and four uh, regular season record this year. Uh, he for a first year coach has the best record for Chicago Bears as a coach to have a you know twelve four record so that's saying something. Being Chicago, being such an old franchise, you know. Um, but yeah, Chicago definitely went um, leaps and bounds. And I think trading their number one pick for Khalil Mack definitely helped. That defense got identity after he came in. Yeah, they finished five
0: and eleven last year, one and eleven in the conference. Yeah. And this year it was a one eighty. It was ten and two in the conference. Yes.
1: It was and they're 7-1 yeah. at home on top of that. Yeah. All right, so let's go for your number two. My number two is Cleveland Browns. Um, I think you also have that. Uh, they, at, when Hugh Jackson was there, uh, it was the same old, same old. They, they were losing close games, which is a little bit different, but they weren't winning any games. They won one game, I guess, before he got fired, right, uh, one or two games. Uh, but I think after firing him, I'm um, they just turned around. I mean, the whole team, I think, kind of meshed well together. Baker Mayfield started playing really well. They could have gone 8-7-1 and 1 to finish the season if they beat the Baltimore Ravens, which is an accomplishment for Cleveland Browns, who's won. Like, one zero game last year, one game the year before. Yeah, and
0: this year, if they didn't screw up the first game against Pittsburgh, they could have, like, yeah, and the game, they probably couldn't debate if they could have won the uh the New Orleans? Tines. You know, yeah. They were
1: close again. They play a close game at New Orleans too. Yeah, you could have messed around and said they could have won that division. Yep. No, that division was all out of whack all year mm-hmm. long. So a nine and seven. I mean, what is it? did? Uh, um, ten and six. Ten and six. Ravens ended they winning ten and six, but a nine and seven team could have won that division easily. I mm-hmm. think. Yeah, and that's ten and six with two
0: wins against Cleveland. Exactly. If they would have played. They would have been nine seven. Yeah. Yeah. So I agree with Cleveland. I was really surprised by them. I was. I normally when I do. All types of betting for the last decade, I always go, who's Cleveland playing? Let me pick that other team. Yeah. And this year, I was like, holy crap. Can, I'm so glad I didn't do any of that because I did that in... Majority of the and, games, they would have yeah. covered or won outright, probably. Yeah, one of my tricks for suicide pools was always take Cleveland on the road. <laughs> <laughs> they look so good now that yeah. now i got to have them move up do format. Yeah, exactly. format. Yeah. So they definitely are a surprise to me. Yeah. Um, What's your team? So my next one is the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah. I expected them to take a huge step back. They're kind of getting rid of players on the defense. They got rid of Sherman. They got Earl Thomas. He got hurt. And Russell Wilson... Jumped and just took it over on offense, and they talking about him to be a top MVP
1: candidate. He he carried that uh, offense. Um, I, I don't think I think they had a change of uh, offensive philosophy. Also, they were the top running team this year, um, and which is surprising because their running game years before uh, was awful. So, and Russell Wilson is Russell Wilson. I mean. I think he had a couple setback years last couple years, but this year he's back again. I feel like like the uh, Super Bowl uh, runs that he had, you know, three, four years ago.
0: Yeah, and to, like, look at that team and know that, like, in years past they were really good and, like, now they're kind of getting older. Yep. And they sustained it. Yes, they won one more game than what they did last year, but not many people were expecting them to do that this year.
1: They started uh, 0-2, I believe. And uh, turn that around. Uh, they beat Dallas in, at, at home. So they'll be interested to see how they play in Dallas in, in the playoffs mm-hmm. on Saturday. Yeah, now that being said, they do have some bad losses, like,
0: to San Francisco. Yep. But they also beat Kansas City. Yeah. And they kept it close with some of the other really good teams, like I'm, I'm not the sure Chargers. They, and they lost to the
1: Chargers, but it was a close game. Yeah. Yep. I think they, a, lot, a lot of time they play down to their competition. That's their problem. So, but, like, I feel like in the playoffs, I think they'll bring their A game. And their defense is still good, I think. So, uh, Pete Carroll is a defensive-minded coach. I think they'll have him ready uh, for, you know, playoff games to come, basically. Yeah, and with a team that I didn't expect to make the playoffs
0: this year and be competitive, kind of like seven wins maybe if they're lucky. Yeah. So now I'm thinking of them winning a game. And maybe, maybe yeah, maybe even a second
1: like, I th- game. I, I think they could. Uh, I think that if they go to the Rams, it's a division. it's division team. They know each other really well. They played twice already. I don't think yeah. it's a gimme for the Rams. I think Rams is one of the weakest number two seed this year. I feel, uh, and they have the biggest chance of one, one and dunning it again because their defense is horrible. Yeah, I.
0: The Rams have, like, one, two really good players on the defense. Yep. And after that, it's meaty, mediocrity. Well,
1: what they were saying uh, at the end of the year with the Rams, like, they spend so much money on the top players that uh, if one of the top players got injured, their backups are not that because they don't have good backups. So that would be interesting to see if Seattle does. Like, we're thinking ahead of Seattle beating Dallas. But if Seattle does beat Dallas, I think they'll beat, uh, um, what you gonna call um the Rams, Rams and even the Saints they all put a good fight against the Saints also I think yeah um, um so your next one let's go to that one my next one is uh Los Angeles Chargers uh I think definitely had um surprising season um, F- after last year, they started really bad. I remember that, uh, but they came back and won, uh, became a nine and seven team, I believe, to finish yeah. the year. Yeah. So that was a positive thing, which no one really um, paid attention to. And this year they, they just they're probably the most balanced team, I would say. They're not good, like they're not like super good defensively or offensively, but they're good enough in both sides that they could you know control the game. Uh, and then Phil Rivers on top of that is just you know playing at an mvp level uh you know i think he's one of the mvp candidates this coming year of uh, you know to uh, you know actually win it Yeah, he, he showed he still
0: has it in his 15th or whatever year that he's in yeah it's and, crazy yeah they brought gates
1: back and gates is bad but they have so many other weapon allen uh-huh. um they have two two good um they have two good running backs. Um, their defense is awesome with, um, uh, what's his name, the defensive end uh, from, uh, I'm drawing it blank right now, uh, Joey Bosa, who's awesome. You know He's a beast. So, uh, yeah, I think you know they'll make some noise. They played the uh, Raven, uh, Ravens this week uh, for the playoff game, which is interesting because they played – Two or three weeks ago, on a Thursday, uh, Saturday night game where Ravens beat them, so it'll be see it will be interesting to see the uh, you know revenge factor at the playoffs. Yeah,
0: and it, w- it was a game in which I feel like the Chargers were off because mm-hmm. um, they threw like a lot of picks. But I don't. Someone else long through, they they said that the Chargers didn't show all their cards in the game. No, and that could be. A- I, and they're like, because this is going to be a matchup. The Chargers were still on the outside looking in mm-hmm. of the division. Yep. And Baltimore was possibly going to do it, so like,
1: yeah, it was a game in which they they played bad, and they they were coming up you know, uh, a good amount of wins at that point. So I think they were comfortable where they were. Mm-hmm. Um, so they might have, you know, were not playing up to what their standard is this year. Yeah, and that being said, they finished four and one in the last five. Yeah, so, so like that was the one that one bad snafu out of it. So yeah, I think Chargers was one of my surprise teams this year. Yeah, so I'm going to move to the last surprise team that we're going to cover, and that is the Indianapolis
0: Colts. Yeah, it is a surprise. Um, so in the offseason, they hired Josh McDaniels, or they thought they did. <laughs> they get to the podium, and Josh McDaniels runs back to New England, and you're like, man, look at this franchise. They're, they have no idea what the hell is going on. They just became like a laughingstock. Yep. And they pull Frank Reich, who um, just won a Super Bowl. And he didn't have to go there. He could have been like, "It looks like a mess. I'm not going there." Yep. Especially with your hurt, hurt franchise quarterback. He hasn't played for years now. Yeah, and it's like, mm, I'd rather stay and stay comfortable in in, in my Super Bowl winning Eagles yeah. than go and take a risk out here. <laughs> and he decided to take the risk, and it looked awful <laughs> in the beginning of the
1: year. And which it was like, oh, this. It took a while for them to. Yeah. Uh, to to get get on there basically uh, on their feet um, obviously you gotta take into account that uh, that uh, um, Andrew Luck was coming off uh, injury for two years but uh, I think they were like what one and they were one in five five, five. that's start. right yeah and then they just went on a tear yeah uh, you know. and Andrew Luck quietly is having an MVP season um, you know he he, um, I believe, have over 30 touchdowns uh, this year, which is crazy. He was coming off a shoulder injury, which is uh, basically a quarterback killer. I mean, he's having a great season. Um, you know, T.Y. Hilton is back again, you know. Uh, so, like, they're playing, clicking on all centers. They beat Dallas Cowboys. Pretty, they shut him out, I believe. They shut him out after Dallas, uh, I believe, just beat the Eagles. Eagles and the Saints. That's, <laughs> yeah. Which yeah. is, you know, that's... that's Mm. that 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 that's uh you know something to be said about the colts mm-hmm. i think uh who do they play this week they uh they play houston but they were basically in a playoff game
0: last week a couple of days ago on the road in tennessee that's and right. they won pretty handily they made some mistakes but they still put up 33 points
1: also houston is in division game so yep. they know each other pretty well so like any any team any team that in the playoff that plays uh, division team I I feel like the numbers you kind of throw it out because if they're both playoff teams they're both good teams uh, a home game doesn't really matter mm. to be honest
0: both games were within three points wow. um, this year so they played in week four and they played in week fourteen they both um, won on the road. So, Andrew Andrew Luck threw for basically 400 yards. So here's and in, in week four.
1: Here's and Andrew, in in Andrew Luck. Quick stats: uh, 39 touchdown this year, 15 interception, uh, 98 uh, quarterback rating. Uh, that's that's amazing. 45,000 yards. I'm mean, hundred. My bad, not forty-five thousand. Like, hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, and then uh, you have rushing. You have Mac who led them with nine hundred yards rushing, uh, nine touchdowns. You know, so that's a pretty good back. And then they have uh, Wilkins. I'm not sure who you know to to fill in with him, but uh, you know, and then T.Y. Hilton is back with seventy-six receiving, touch, uh, receiving uh, and six touchdowns. So they've been a surprising team, like as you said, and I agree with you in that one. Yeah. So let's go on the opposite spectrum
0: and go to the most disappointing teams of the uh twenty eighteen NFL season. Your first one?
1: I will start with the Packers. Um I'm done with um I'm done with uh, what's his face, uh Rogers, to be honest. Like there's always some excuse, like, oh no I mean yeah, there there's no defense, his everyone's hurt around him. But like he has not come up big in the last six years I would say um, besides like a Hail Mary here and there that yeah. keeps them around yeah like <laughs> w- wins one round and then loses the next round like he hasn't mm-hmm. he should have you know uh, the last good chance he had was when they were 15 and one and they lost to the Giants in the NFC Championship at Lambeau Field mm-hmm. um, well um, a couple of years ago they had another chance they, oh that's right yep. I remember yeah. that. yep so he's had. he's really should have been in the Super Bowl three times yep and I'm just tired. I mean, we'll see who they hire. and Now they're saying they should hire someone that's defensive-minded and then bring an offensive guru and an offensive coordinator. I mean, but, like, do you bring someone with a high pedigree coach that could kind of control Aaron Rodgers? Or do you want something, someone new who kind of, like, has to cater to Aaron Rodgers? That's, like, the limbo that I think Packers are going to have to figure it out. Because I think Aaron Rodgers is a lot to handle. I feel like he's a good, he's still a good quarterback. But if thing doesn't go his way, he's going to turn against the coaching staff, especially it's a young coaching staff. Like a lot, a lot of the uh, you know pundits were saying, again, uh, uh, Nick Saban uh, from college, a lot, because he's defensive minded and he could actually butt heads with Aaron Rodgers and kind of win arguments because he has the pedigree. But Nick Seam is not going to leave that, that position in Alabama. That's a comfy position, yeah, you know. No. He's good.
0: He, I think he wants to go down as the best college football ever. coach ever. Yeah. And he's not going to if he goes to the NFL. No,
1: because so. that was gonna was it one year in Dolph, <laughs> as a Dolphins uh, coach. Uh, I think just left in the middle of the Yeah, a- he yeah, exactly. is. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I think this isn't for me. So he yeah. went from Michigan to be a Dolphins coach and then Alabama. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I agree
0: with you on that. And I think Rodgers is getting to that point where – he knows his career is winding down yep. and he's only gotta have a few more chances. Thing is about So he's gonna be more vocal
1: about losing about his chances. Being vocal, I think now it's all on him. So it's that we fire the coach. Next coach we bring we're gonna probably talk to you about it. And if that doesn't work out, that's on you buddy. <laughs> so I think Rodgers, you know, all the all the excuses and everything are out of the window over the next couple of years. Yeah. I agree with you
0: on that. Like you, they always talk about Green Bay, Green Bay, mm-hmm. and then they finish six and ten. Yeah,
1: and it's it's always or six and nine. But yeah, yeah, it's always been something, some excuses, and I think those excuses are running out. And all right, I understand McCarthy didn't have the defense as you know well prepared as should or whatever, or like when Rodgers is out, they they they're next. You know, they just become from a ten and six team to like. A, Five and eleven teams. <laughs> yeah, that should not happen. Like, perfect example is Eagles. Once is out, you know your backup's gonna not even, you know, just not only do good, but like at least keep you in the playoff run or whatever. With Green Bay, I feel like they don't even prepare for those kind of things. Like, all right, we win with Rodgers, lose with Rodgers. Like, you have to have backup plans because players are not invincible. You
0: know? Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you, and it's a proud franchise, mm-hmm. and that brings me to my first disappointing team of the year, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, yeah. You had the Division one. You were looking like one of the top five teams in the league at one point, and now you didn't even make the playoffs. And there's turmoil, there's Brown and Ben Roethlisberger, Buttonheads. It happens all the time in this franchise in the last couple of years, and, they just, and they're and they so much better than what they are. And they keep going back, and they keep bringing up Le'Veon Bell in interviews and stuff like that. They haven't moved on from that. They have this amazing running back. And they just seem to can't they can't get their act together.
1: Yeah, I mean I agree with you. Um, they had some bad losses this year. They lost to Oakland. They had they were one and four at one point I believe uh, where um, they lost to Oakland Chargers. They beat the Patriots, but then lost to um, they lost uh, I believe before the Cleveland game. Uh, but yeah, I mean. They have been so up and down, and the Le'Veon Bell situation. Like, why don't you just trade him? So you're not going to get anything for him now. That you know, anyways. So you just made him the whole year uh, in spite of him. He could have gotten a second round pick, probably even a first round, late first round pick, possibly like a second second round next this year, uh, first first round 2020. You have to make it work. You're a you're a GM in NFL. You got you have connection. So, um, that was a whole clusterfuck, I feel, uh, trying to deal with that situation. Yeah, I mean, it, for a team that can beat New England and keep it super close against New Orleans, and then you lose to Oakland, it was well, to the Chargers. Also, the way they lost to New Orleans, have, I mean, I don't, I'm not sure if you watched the game. I watched that game. Why would you go for a fake punt with four minutes left when you're <laughs> up by two? Just punt the ball away. And give Drew Brees a longer field to work with, and then that whole fumble with Julius and Schuster. I'm like, you guys could have just, fit, you know, just like they just shoot themselves on their foot every time I feel when they like about to like do something good. Yeah, they like take a step forward and then they take a step back. And they start of the season right was after. like an awful tie where like no one could move the ball anywhere in overtime. Yeah, it, like here, let's recap like the first couple games.
0: Yeah, they tie against Cleveland, and you're like, what the hell is yeah. wrong with Pittsburgh? Yeah. And then they lose to Kansas City, barely. Yep. And then they play Tampa Bay, the hottest team in the league, and, and they, they beat, beat them. Yep. And they're like, all right, they found a way to get around. Then they lose to Baltimore right after that. And you're like, all right, well, now they've taken another step back. And then they go off a couple wins in a row, and they beat Baltimore and again. back at it. Yeah, now you think they're back, and mm-hmm. then they start losing again. Yeah. They blow out Carolina, which yeah. ended Carolina's season, like we find out now. Yeah. But then, right after that, they, you know, it's all these close
1: games. Close. And they, find, and, they, and find they way to lose. Yeah. It's, and they were leading against the Chargers. They lose that game also. So, it's like, you know, and they lose Denver. They're a bad team. You know, so it's like they were way too inconsistent uh, this year. And I wonder how long Big Ben has left in him, uh, and how long... Pittsburgh would, would uh, you know, actually have him before they start, you know, finding another quarterback. I wouldn't be surprised if they draft a quarterback this year to, like, kind of, like, back him up for one one or two years before, you know, he, like, you know, then retires or gets another team.
0: Yeah, I think Tomlin may have only a couple of years left. He's gonna, he's like the new Mike McCarthy,
1: where yeah. if he doesn't do something soon. He might get. Yeah, the whole thing. No, it's gonna, also Pittsburgh, where they only had three coaches in their whole, uh, History of their team, so who knows? Yeah, know. I mean, it is a new, it is a new league um.
0: in fifty. Because it's going to be their fifty-third year, it's going to be a new league. Yeah, by that time,
1: exactly. And it's like how much you hear more negative stuff coming out of Pittsburgh than do positive now. Yeah. I think I think Tomlin has kind of lost his team because, er, like, you know, Antonio Brown is mouthing off, you know, the whole Le'Veon Bell. People arguing with each other. So that's that's not good. Yeah, they traded a wide receiver a couple of years ago yep. for the same thing. Yep.
0: Yeah, that's they disappointed me, especially at the last couple of games in which all they had to do was win and they're in. Their end, yep. And they found a way to blow it. Um, now they did have a tough schedule at the end.
1: They did, but I mean, if you beat who you're supposed to beat, like if Oakland, you beat Oakland and Denver, you don't you don't have this conversation. You say you beat Oakland, Denver, they'll be eleven and five right now. They, yeah. And then win, no, they made 8-7-1, I believe. They finished 9-7, and seven, I believe. No, 9-6-1. 9-6-1. So you win the Oakland game, and you win the Denver game. That's uh, You're 11-4, you're and you might get almost get a bye week, basically. You, you know right? what I mean? Yeah, and that's still losing the close games yeah. to the other teams. Other teams, exactly. Like you beat the teams mm. that you're supposed to beat. Yeah. I'm not even saying beat New Orleans or Chargers. Beat the awful teams. Yeah and you should be able to uh, you know, take care of business and go to the playoffs. Yeah, so let's get into your next disappointing team. My next disappointing team, to be honest, uh, I knew they were going to be bad uh, because, uh, for one thing. So my next disappointing thing is Jacksonville Jaguars. And the reason I knew they were going to be bad because they brought back Lake Portals, who <laughs> I never trusted to begin with. Uh, they had an awesome defense last year in 2017, and I think that that's what carried them, and also the surprise factor carried them. No one expected them to be that good, uh, and they surprised a lot of teams. They beat Pittsburgh twice in Pittsburgh. Yep. So and then they almost beat the Pats in the NFC AFC Championship game. Well, they should have. They should have. They hmm. are up by what 10 points or 14 points? They were up the whole game. Yeah. And at least seven in the yeah. in the fourth quarter. I yeah. think it might have been 10. Yeah. So. Um, and then he lose it. Um, yeah. So this year when they came in, Bortles looked horrible. I mean, they, he got benched twice. He got benched at the beginning, and then he, who Kessler, Cody Kessler was the backup, I believe. Um, and then the backup sucked, and he came <laughs> back, and and then he sucked again, and he put they put the backup again. So it's like, like Tom Coughlin, you should you should know having Eli for all those years that. You need a stable quarterback. I'm not even t- saying that you need like, an MVP candidate. You just need someone who could match the game. And Wardles couldn't even do that, you know? Um, he's definitely... I don't even know if Wardles is going to have a backup role anywhere. Maybe he will, but I think his career as a starter is done. And that's one of the main reasons. I mean, it didn't help that Fournette was hurt for a little bit, but their offense looked awful all year round. Mm-hmm. Here's some crazy stats speaking of offense and
0: how awful they were. Mm-hmm. So on NFL's website, they break down how many te- touchdowns teams score. Mm-hmm. And you got you know Kansas City up there with 50. Yep. Come
1: all the way down, near the bottom, Jacksonville, 15. <laughs> <laughs> there was a game they won with six um, nothing or they lost six nothing. Um, go back to their schedule because uh, their scores were cr- like almost like baseball or like hockey scores, to be honest. Um, they had like they lost. I think they beat the Colts six nothing. Yeah, we we talked about this. Remember that? And we're yeah. just
0: like this is ridiculous. Yeah, like, you're so, winning games by this and you're losing games by this. You're not going to sustain it.
1: Um, so their defense nine to six loss against yeah. Tennessee. Tennessee, yeah. So it's like yeah, like um, you and then they beat the Colts, I believe, also with the lowest scoring game six to nothing. Six to nothing. <laughs> <There you laughs> so I mean, like. Yeah, your defense is good, but how long can they sustain that when your offense can't do anything? Yeah, so in the last week, they scored three points. The week before, they
0: scored 17. Then they had 13. Then they had nine. Then they had six. Yeah. You know, it's like you can't even get in the 20s. 20s. They say if you can't go over 20, you can't win in the NFL. No, and just for for reference, Mahomes was averaging over three touchdown passes a game so himself. He's, yeah. So he's averaging more than what your whole, whole team, team is, yeah. is doing. And
1: out of all your possessions, he's getting more touchdown passes than I your whole team. It's can, insane can that um, Jacksonville would I mean, after going, that's probably the biggest drop. Like after going to the AFC championship game and you're last, last in the division.
0: division. Now, your other two teams, all the other three teams in the division, had good records, but they also beat the
1: crap out of you. Yeah, exactly. Which Maybe. shows you
0: how much worse you got compared to them.
1: Yeah, like the Bills and Dolphins are not that great of a team, but they still beat the crap out of you. So Yeah, like you're four games behind the third-place team in that division. Yeah, and then their turnover ratio was minus 12. I mean, that's horrible. That's one of the – like you have to have it even to have a good record. Um, you know, um, they're – you know. R- rushing is 4.1 year per rushing. Guess how much uh, um, total um, offensive yard, uh, what was it, uh, plays per offensive yard. Guess how much? 2.5. That was a little bit more than that. <laughs> Four and a half. But Four still, and a half?
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so Arizona scored in, or get, scored 225 points this year. Yeah. Uh, and then Jacksonville comes in second with uh, 245. Whew. That's so. That's awful. Yeah, it's it's terrible.
1: So the, when
0: when you were like expecting to be in the Super Bowl,
1: yeah, and to, you to not be thirty first in scoring, that's awful. Yeah. Well, Blake Wardle's stat over here, six percent completion, thirteen touchdowns, eleven ints, um, quarterback ratio of seventy nine, a uh, rating of seventy nine. I mean. He can't win with that. Then you have Cody Kessler, who had like two touchdown and two INT. You know, you, you need a good quarterback, it, not just the only good defense. Uh, but you know, uh, I would act, I would actually like you know you mentioned it, that uh, if you need a quarterback, who would you get? And next year, if Foles is a free agent, I think they'll have to look at hard, long and hard for that. Uh, especially because um, you already have a good defense. You have some players on offense that are good for net, and then you have um, your receiving, you have T.J. Yeldon and Westbrook. Well, they're not bad. Uh, you just don't have a good quarterback to throw them to. So, you know, having a established quarterback, I would, I think is more better than them drafting someone at this point. Yeah, I would agree. So I'm going to go to my next team. Yeah. Uh, and this was
0: one of your teams that you loved. Um, the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings, again, it's just like Jacksonville. Yep. Almost ended the Super Bowl, and then they missed the playoffs. They did a little bit better than what Jacksonville did. But the, it was in your hands at home to go. And this is the other team had nothing to play for. The only thing that I think they had to play for was to not play you again next week. Yeah. And that's the only reason why Chicago kept their players in. But... Your back is to the wall, and if you win, you're in, and you put up ten points. Yeah. Very disappointing. Man. And now it looks like the whole team is in turmoil. You saw Cousins on the sideline, and Thielen on the sideline. They and were together. arguing. I saw yeah, that. Yeah, it was going hardcore.
1: and you mentioned Zimmer's like sitting there, like I don't give a crap. Yeah, <laughs> I saw, saw them, hard. like him with four minutes left. They were down by 14 points, and he just sitting on the bench, not even with the headset on. I'm like, what is going on? Uh, it, Minnesota, I mean, that's crazy. Like, all right, they weren't as bad as the Jaguars, but for a team that went, that's crazy. The that four team that went to the AFC Championship game and was in the brink of Super Bowl looked that drastically different the next year. You go from, what, 13-3 and or 12-4 and last year to, you know, not making the playoffs. And you had the whole control on yourself. You win, you're in. You're, you, you you have to worry about anyone else. You didn't help, need help from anyone. You just needed to win and you're in. Um, there was a stat about Kirk Cousin um, against winning team. Uh, so record in primetime games, 5-13. and 13. <laughs> Record versus winning teams, guess, out of 30 games. Out of 30, I would say he is 12-18. and 18. Wow, you're giving a lot of credit. Four and twenty-four. It's wow, it's. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I was like, he's had so many chances. Like, he right. had a couple good seasons in Washington, so I figured it'd be better. But four and twenty record versus winning team this year. Um, I know they. That's another thing that we should have brought up. Um, yeah, they have one win against the winning team. Yep. So one how many five.
1: chances did they have? One in five. Yeah. Well, wow. carry record. Uh, carry road record. This year? No, career. Say, career? Uh, and 35 games. Okay. Um, 10 and 25. 12, 23, and 2. I two ties, apparently. And he well, won- he had one this year. Huh? He had one this year. Yeah. yeah. And he has o- And he 0-7 uh, o- Monday Night Football. <laughs> so he... I, I was, I'm wondering, like, when you sign a quarterback, do you not look at those stats... Especially the winning against winning teams and playoff teams. I wonder if they were just the, figuring it was because it was on Washington. It makes you wonder that would be the case. <laughs> it, it makes me wonder how much research actually these uh, GM staff does mm-hmm. to sign players. So especially because last year you had a couple of choices. You could have traded for Foles. Especially because DiFiliberto was the offensive coordinator. Uh, you could have signed back Keenum, who already was in your system, probably would have played better in that system than in Denver, uh, oh. you could have, uh, there was another quarterback that uh, they could have signed, I forget, Alex Smith, who I think is better than Kirk Cousin. They could have even gone after Bradford, Harvard or just yeah. a ton of other people. Exactly, like and they- you go for Kirk Cousin, who's a mediocre in, oh. in, uh, in, in, the, in his career. So yeah, uh, I, well yeah, I wanted to, they did have St. Bradford. Yeah, they but did, it was so her, and they had Bridgewater too. So, <laughs> um, but they let all this the three quarterback go. I should, I, to be honest, I would have kept Keenum. Yeah, I would have kept Keenum and gotten somebody else. Somewhere else,
0: or I would have a full Yeah, but getting Cousins, it clearly looks like that was. And they now they're, they're
1: stuck with him for another three years. Yeah, basically.
0: guaranteed money. Yeah, and they they said the only thing they're missing was a quarterback. Which is like the Casey Keenum. Yeah. Um, and then you get a guy you think is a quarterback, you give him guaranteed money, and I do not make the playoffs. No. So now, looking at your organization, you're putting all the blame on Kirk Cousins. Yeah. And saying you're the basically, from the outside looking in, you're the reason why we are so shitty.
1: No, it it, it, it is. Uh, it it it's amazing that uh, you know one player changes the whole thing dynamic of a team. And Kirk Cousin is not a leader. Like, like you said, you see him on the sideline, like arguing with all his players. Like, you're gonna lose all your offensive players if you're gonna yell at them every. Like, at, uh, I was watching the game, uh, the Bears and Vikings game, and every time that someone dropped the ball, he was like eyeing him out, like, yelling at him on the field. Like, he can't do that. You're a leader of the team. You just have to suck it up and, like, all right, you know, next play. You know, that's you know, you're gonna lose a lot of players doing that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, and now I don't know if next year they're even going to be considered to be in the playoffs. Like,
1: yeah, you took a few giant steps back this year. Uh, now that Chicago's more established, um, you, you don't know. And then Packers, uh, do you think Packers going to be that bad every in a two straight years? I don't. I think Detroit might be coming up a little bit. Yeah, and well, who Detroit. Knows? I mean, you know what might surprise me next year? Uh, I know we're going to go through that. Is I think Stafford might be not coming back. I think he's run his course over there. It's possible. You've got a, basically a new coach coming yeah. in. And well, he's, he's, he's been there. Yeah, he's been there. He's kind of established himself. Yeah. And then he now he's going to be in. like, all right, I saw, I see what you have, and I don't like what, how you play. Mm. It's
0: possible. But, yeah, I think Minnesota, this was their time to kind of be mm. one of the top teams in this division and took a step back. Not saying they can't just turn around next year, but it, it doesn't look pretty. No, it,
1: it doesn't. And Zimmer is such a defensive coach. Their mm-hmm. defense is good, but I mean, are you gonna keep that uh, interim offensive uh, coordinator? Or are you gonna get another offensive coordinator? Like, so if you do get another offensive coordinator, that's third, uh, fourth one in like two years. <laughs> so like your offense going through basically changes every six months. So that yeah. you know, maybe bring Shermer. You know, Shermer was I guess a good fit, but it all depends on like I don't know the QB and the QB could change the whole dynamic of a team, basically. Yeah. So let's go into the next disappointing team. I changed. I changed mine midway through. I was going to say Atlanta, mm-hmm. I'm but <laughs> I, I, I after you said. You, you know, you took my top five uh, surprise <laughs> best team midway through. I'm going to take yours, and mine is Carolina Panthers. And boy, are they disappointing! <laughs> Where are they six and? They were six, six and two. two at at the, one point. At the, yeah, one game behind New Orleans. <laughs> one game behind New Orleans. And then you thought they were gonna make the Super Bowl almost. Uh, um, they, just for just so you know, <laughs> they finished six games behind New Orleans. <laughs> well, they
0: finished. They won one game in the end. Uh, they beat New Orleans at the end. Yeah. Because New Orleans didn't, they didn't play care. Didn't care. Yeah. So basically, <laughs> they, every time they lost the game, every week.
1: Um, so. they Cam Newton. I mean, I like him. He he, he pulls out some amazing plays sometimes, but. He does the opposite a lot as well. He he makes so much mistakes at the same time. Like, he'll... uh, Their interception, I think, he has four interceptions in one of the games this year. He got... No, they get... After 6-2, they get blown out by Pittsburgh. That was the next game. They got blown out by 30. (laughs) And then they lose to, like, um, Detroit on a... And you go for a two-point play instead of tying the game and go to the overtime. Like, those are the things that makes me want to, like... Wonder like what are you guys doing? Uh, they fired their offensive and defensive coordinator midway through the season. Uh, but yeah, like they kept after the six and two, they were in a five game losing streak, I believe. Seven, seven game losing streak. Yeah, they um,
0: they could have been a lot better than what they were, but they yeah. also could have been worse because they played a lot of close games yeah, and they yeah. found a way to win them. And at the end, they just lost them all. Yeah. It's like looking at it, they lost. They should have won the Eagles. Yeah, they, they lost. lost. By, yeah, they, they should have been the Eagles or should have lost to the Eagles. So yeah. They won, but then after that. It just all switched. Yep. They should have beat Detroit. They lost. They lose by three against Seattle. They lose to the Tampa Bay. Yeah. Then they lose to the Cleveland. Yeah. And all these games are within a touchdown. Yeah. Then they scored nine against <laughs> against the Saints.
1: And the that's Saints basically the end of the season. Yeah. Basically that, that basically the the season. Yeah. What was the score for the Saints game? Uh, 12-9. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, so, yeah, I mean... Uh, the points for, they were uh, 14th. Out, they're in the mid- middle for points for. Points against, they were 19th. And they are supposed to be this good uh, defensive team, which I don't think they came up as well. Their expected was to be uh, 7.8 by Vegas. So eight wins. So, I mean, So that's, I guess... Yeah, because well, that was preseason. Yeah, preseason. Like they were. Yeah. But at one point they had six. Six, And if I bet them, I'm like, oh, this is a great bet. <laughs> just like got stuck there, exactly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, Cam is in his, um, I mean, what, uh, it's going to be almost like seven or eight years. Yeah, I think he came out in 2010. and ten. Ten. So he's you know, he's taking hits. I think he has a couple more years left. The question is, like, is the coach is going to be helping him out or do they need a change over there? You know, they have McCaffrey, who's an awesome player, but they don't have anyone else other than him. It's like a one-man show. They're, they still, like, I feel like every year I talk about Carolina, every year I say they're, uh, they don't have any wide receivers. And it's the same this year. So, it's just like, you know, they have to, um, you know, find something new. Click, you know, maybe another new offensive coordinator again. Who knows? Yeah, there's some things we're going to get into in a second about yeah. them even more. Yeah.
0: Um, so my disappointing team, and they sucked last year, but they're disappointing this year and That's the Oakland Raiders, because they got all this hype. They brought in the coach, they gave him $100 million, Yeah. and then they just, everything they did was an absolute disaster. <laughs> Every decision they made made their team worse and worse. Yeah, I mean,
1: trade your uh, <laughs> best uh, defensive player and your best wide receiver. I mean, I guess you're going to have to be first-round pick this year. but Yeah, but all those picks, based on who they trade into, are like 20 and all. Exactly. So. so you're not getting the top talent. No. So you're going to have a top pick yourself, but then yeah. you're not going to have anyone until the 20s un- unless you package mm-hmm. it up and you know move up in the draft.
0: Yeah, but what's also disappointing is they're leaving Oakland. And this it could and be it's this gonna year. make it's gonna have no fan base because the fan base is not gonna follow
1: when they're making these yeah. decisions and then going to Vegas. will have a fan base, but it's gonna be very very. Think about low. Oakland, the Raiders fan base is it's, it's like Cowboys because a lot in the seventies and eighties there was a lot of people who were not from that area were became like Raiders fan. So I think they'll always have a good base of fans, but they're gonna piss off a lot of people in Oakland. Um, who's been, you know, they've been there for to- over 20 years now, um, and they were like, you know, basically, fuck you guys, uh, we're going to move to Vegas and not care about you, Yeah. and it's all about this new stadium that they're trying to build, but Oakland doesn't want to pay for it and all that. At some point, you just come to compromise, I mean, it is Silicon Valley, and they have, you know, tons of money there, and, and they built San uh, Apparently the 49ers stadium is you know all high tech and everything in Silicon Valley. I think they could have worked it out. I think it's more more of the Davises being Davises. The owners are crazy over there, so they're like, I'm going to Vegas. I don't care what you guys think. (laughs) So yeah, it's disappointing. Uh, John Gruden, I knew that was a bad hire to begin with. You're bringing in someone from 10 years ago with the same mindset, and I saw bits and pieces of Oakland playing. And there's no creativity in their game. It's like, John Green's supposed to be this guru. Like, I get it. Like, you do not have any players, but he can still coach. I don't think he coached this year at all. No, he didn't have any players because he got rid of all the good players.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, from two years ago. The only one he kept was Carr. Yeah. And I don't even know if he's going to be back. So, I mean, I bet you they're going to be back for the
0: next two years at least. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually kind of ex- expecting them to be... Just as
1: bad or worse next year, before anything improves. I mean, he's at, he has 10 years left in his contract. Nine <laughs> years left in his contract, so yeah, he doesn't care. He doesn't he's care. He's guaranteed. If he gets fired, he's gonna get—he's gonna get a 10—he got 10-year, 100 million dollar contract. He's set. <laughs> so you wanna fire me? Just give me the money, and I'll go back into the booth and uh, do more games. You know, because the wouldn't suck. So I, I think he <laughs> we will take him back in a second. So we're gonna move into the next topic. Um, There's been a lot of firings in the NFL. Yep. Eight so far. It's been the most since 2012, I believe. So that's a lot. Um, You know, average is six to seven. So, I mean, it's not far off, but, you know, that's a lot of vacancies to be filled out right right now. And a lot of them we feel like should have happened. Yeah. Um, Ones we kind of discussed throughout the year at Green Bay. The one that I was surprised Uh, about was the Arizona Cardinal ones. Uh, I To be honest, I don't know much about uh, who was their coach, uh, Steve Wilks. Steve Wilks. It was only first year. Yeah, I mean, wouldn't you give them at least two years to figure out, especially if you have a new quarterback, you know, uh, there must have been something going on that they immediately thought that wasn't working out. But I would give them a little bit longer you know, chance than one year and then you get out of, you know, get fired. Yeah, and a couple years ago they were
0: actually pretty good. Oh, yeah. And then now they've had the worst. Record they've ever had since moving from St. Louis. Um, really, worst worst Artists? points per game
1: and total yards. They uh, they weren't even relevant to no. anything. I mean, they were just they were just there to get wins from the other teams basically this year. Yeah. So going on this format, if you were a GM, who would be the person you would fire? or still, still has a job. Yes, it still has a job. So mine would be first. Of all would be Zimmer because I feel. He's good as a defensive coordinator, but he's not good as a coach. Like, I feel like nowadays a lot of coaches are, like, CEO of the company where, like, you've got to manage instead of coach players. So you have to, like, manage, like, their emotions and their feelings and know, like, what to pull people or want to talk to people or want to, like, you know, coddle someone or, you know, yell at someone. And I feel like he's just, like, an X's and O guy and not, like, a team manager. Yeah, I feel like it worked for a while, but now it's on yeah. it's it on its course. It always works for like a high intensity guy works in the beginning, but a lot of players just gets worn out of it. You know, it's like you 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 know you kind of like beat them down, where like they don't really listen to you after a while. Um, and especially after what happened, you know, this year with the offensive coordinator firing, and then Kirk Cousin, and you know. The way they lost the last game—I mean, your team did not even show up at home to play against the Bears. Like, that's that's pretty pathetic. So I think Zimmer should be uh, still fired. Yeah. But I don't think you
0: will. No, I think I think you probably stay at least one more year. Yeah. And if they're disappointing again, they'll get rid of him. Yeah. And then start anew with Kirk Cousins, still with that money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, still on. Yeah. So I'm gonna go. This is kind of risky because he, they actually came out and said he was going to keep him. But if I was Carolina, I would get rid of Ron Rivera. Yeah, I agree. I—I I, He had a lot of great years. But just that seven-game losing streak, that would be too much. It looks like they kind of gave up on him. Yeah, they gave up on him. And I would do it now before you have to do it another year and you lose more people to injuries and all that stuff. I would do it now where you have a really good team, get somebody in there that can... Just turn it around, because you were you're this close to making the playoffs. Last year you were in the playoffs. You had 11 wins. Yeah. And a couple of years ago you had
1: 15. And much you know. more bowl. Yeah. Um, but I, I think like if you do fire barrel you need someone who is established coach to kind of go against uh, Cam Newton. You can't have a rookie coach for a first time you know uh, coaching or what uh, as a head coach and trying to Tell Cam what to do and what not to do. I think he's not going to listen. I think you need someone who's like established, like in McCarthy or something. Like, hey, I've been there, Coach Rogers. You do it this way, or there's going to be issues. Uh, but Rivera definitely, I think, is at at this time. I mean, he's a great defensive coach once again, but he has no offensive, uh, you know, say or anything to, on that team. And the uh, and the leader of that team is offensive, so it's. You kind of don't have the team's attention you know what yeah. I mean. Now that being
0: said they always for the last five years they just they're good they're bad they're good they're bad yeah um, so next year it might need to be pretty good yeah um, we're looking at his career coaching record well, and he was seven eight and one, and came first in the NFC South. <laughs> so like, well, I kind of remember that. I'm like, oh, oh, the so, NFC South was pretty bad. Yeah, so yeah. I'd still consider that a down year, and yeah. all that. Like, yeah, you came in first.
1: I mean, they won. But you the won twelve South, and fifteen. One, two, three, four, four straight years looks like, right? Uh, three. Three straight years. Four, um, and then they came in second. Second, and, and made the playoffs. the
0: playoffs.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so like, you know, um, that's pretty decent. So I mean. I guess he, that's why he deserves another year because he does like bring him back to the playoffs every other year. Uh, but uh, this year, losing seven straight is a, a bad taste in the mouth uh, in your mouth. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so that's what I have. You have one more coaching fire. I, yeah, it's just, I mean, I don't mean. I just said that first year coach should not get fired. But now I think like Shermer, Patch Shermer of uh, Giants. I, I don't think I should have a job. The way they started the season to begin with, and the way he lost his like you know you get one of the biggest things play, uh being a Giants coaches handling Odell Beckham, and I don't think he did that at all. Uh, where Odell had that interview with a little Wayne and said that Eli is not a leader and all that. Like you can't let that happen, you know. Like you got before they do interview, you have to go through. I'm assuming the team like, hey, can I do this interview? Like, what are you gonna talk about? <laughs> it's like it's like all right, you can't talk about that that kind of stuff. You know, you know that, and that was a setup interview. It wasn't like someone just put a mic on his face <laughs> and he said those kind of things. These were like you knew he was going to go to ESPN and talk about these kind of things, and that just changed the whole dynamic of the team. We're like, yeah, like if one of our best player thinks Eli is not a leader, then why should I even shouldn't follow him? And I think that kind of lost some luster for that team, you know. And then start they start off at 0 and 4, 0 and 5, or something like that, you know. I understand your first year coach but you coached previously, your team is not that bad. You have Eli, you have Odell, you have Saquon, you have Shepard, you have a good uh, Ingram as your uh, tight end. You bought players in for your offensive line. Um, you should be able to be at least respectable, and they weren't. At the end of the year, they kind of came back to life, but didn't matter at that point, you know. Yeah, they
0: played a lot of games really close to playoff teams. Yeah. So they have the potential to be really good.
1: Exactly. Um, But yeah, I I mean that—that's my other one that I would have fired. But you know, he's gonna keep his job at least for another two years or so. Yeah. So
0: we're gonna move into the next topic, which is the podcast and everything. NFL awards. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I don't know. Should we ring that cowbell? Yeah. Yeah. Time for the awards. Time for the awards. All right. Drum rolls or something? Yep. <laughs> Everyone came in their formal clothes. Yeah, their right. bow ties and everything. So Zahid, why don't you get on the podium
1: and tell us who the coach of the year is, in your opinion. Uh, my coach of the year this year should be Andy Reid, to be honest. Uh, I know he's a, you know old soul, but to make a second year, or Mahomes, I mean, I don't think it's all Mahomes, I think it's Andrew Reed's system that helped Mahomes to have 50 plus touchdown this year's, uh, and then, you know, on top of that, you lose Kareem Hunt, if, you know, and then you still are, you know, going in all cylinder that's pretty, you know, without your number one back. Um, now, it, Coach of the Year is always for the regular season. Now, postseason is another story for him. So we'll see how he does in the second round of uh, the Divisional Championship. But I think Andy Reid did a good job of, like, you know, running that team this year uh, with the second-year quarterback. 12 and, end of 12-4. They could have technically gone, like, 13-3, and three, I think. Yeah. But uh, they had a couple bumps. Um, but and A lot of close games. Got a lot of close us. games. Their defense is not the best. But I think they could hang with you know the top teams because they could go on a, sh- a shootout. Basically, I don't think anyone's stopping them from uh, scoring a lot of points. Yeah. That being said, the odds-on favorite was Matt Nagy.
0: Yep. So that was an upset by Andy Reid. Hopefully, he finally wins the Super Bowl. I mean. Yeah. Watching him all these years, and seeing him give so much to the NFL. Yeah. I, know,
1: I mean, right?
0: never get to never get to that point where he can. All hold his, it up. All
1: his uh, disciples yeah. are winning uh, Super Bowl, yeah. Jim Harbaugh, Harbaugh, and, uh, Doug Peterson, and he hasn't had anything, basically, yeah. so. Yeah, I guarantee if,
0: like, the devil came to him, I'm like, hey, <laughs> I'll give you a Super Bowl victory, but,
1: I'm taking your soul, but he would do it in <laughs> our he wants to
0: win so bad. At this point,
1: he's been, I mean, he's like the top five coach, winning wise, I think, at all time now, uh, so he's got, going up there, I mean, if, all he needs a Super Bowl to solidify him as one of the best coach ever in the NFL, which if he wins the Super Bowl, I think he is. Uh, yeah. he, and especially, he's one of the best quarterback groomer in the league ever to have Donovan McNabb play for that long, A.J. Feely winning games for the Eagles, you know, uh, you had Michael Vick's resurrection, uh, you bring Alex Smith back from the dead. And now you you groom a young QB who you know with late for uh, mid first round pick and who people didn't even think about and he's like going to might be the MVP of the uh, league this year. So. Yeah, didn't he draft falls too? Yep, drafted falls also. And I'm sure there's uh, there's a few
0: more like um, the guy you sent out to Arizona. Yep, with a four letter
1: last name. I can't uh, think of it. Kevin Cobb. Kevin Cobb. Yep, drafted him. So yeah. He, I mean, but Matt Nagy I, yeah, I definitely deserves being a coach of the year. Um, I saw the stat where he's the first co- he beat, has the best record as a first-year coach for any uh, Bears coach, and Bears have been around for a long, long time. So that's saying something.
0: Yeah. So rookie of the year, mm-hmm. we're going to give it to Saquon Barkley of the New York Giants, number two overall pick, and he did not disappoint. He was number two in rushing behind Elliott, which is kind of scary to think about because the NFC East has both of those players. Uh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. He averaged five yards a rush. He also had 721 receiving yards to go along with that. Yeah. He's a he's a triple threat: punts, kicks, and you know he's he's going to be a Hall of Famer the way it's looking at it.
1: Yeah, and one of the it, best, unless injury happens or anything like that, which with running back is always the case. Uh, but he. Definitely did not disappoint. Uh, he was always when he came out of Penn State. Everyone was like, "Oh, he's gonna be good." And he's playing the bat behind a bad line. That doesn't matter. He has he had over two 000, uh, two thousand uh, total yardage uh, as uh, you know receiving and catching. And only uh, th- two other rookies did it in, in in the NFL history. Guess who the other two were? Eric okay. Uh for the Rams, and then at, at the edge, Edgerrin James mm. up for the Colts. So that's mm. saying something, you know. rookie with two thousand yards from scrimmage. Uh, so, you know, they're gonna be dangerous. Uh, the thing is, are they gonna bring a new quarterback or Eli's gonna be there again? Which mm. I don't think Eli should be there again. Mm. I think right now, it, th- for Barkley,
0: at least stat wise, it's not gonna make a difference no. for him, but. It would be awesome to see him, you know, develop and see how
1: great... Like, it sucks because, like, I I love watching Barry Sanders. I love watching Marshall Falk. And it, I loved it because, like, they were in my division. I, I'm, I'm an Eagles fan. It's going of... I will enjoy watching Saquon, but at the same time, I'm just going to be like, ah, oh, he's a giant. I can't enjoy watching the Giants doing well, you know. But it is fun to watch him this year. Like, the way he sheds tackle, makes the move. Like, it's not only... He powers over people. He has the speed and like the finesse to yeah. move around people. Yeah, and uh, Cleveland,
0: they think they made the best pick and got Baker last year. Yeah. But I still, and they're both talking about who should be rookie of the year. Mm. So we gave it to Saquon, and I still think
1: he should have been the number one. Yeah. Um, Cleveland made a mistake. I think if they picked uh, Saquon first, Baker would have been still around as the number four pick. Yeah,
0: well, you can trade your number four and get like the second or third, exactly. Whatever, you, yeah. whatever you need to to get both. But I think Barkley.
1: Yeah.
0: I think Barkley is going to be a Hall of Famer. Don't know about um, Baker at Baker, but right now, I think Barkley. I think so too. Yep. second of the year. Yep. Um, so let's move on. We're going to go to the offensive player of the
1: year. mm mm-hmm. um, So I would give it to. Well, why don't you go first? Mm. I'm giving it to Patrick Mahomes. Right. He
0: is the second quarterback ever to throw for 50 touchdowns and over 5,000 passing yards in a season. He also threw a lot of interceptions. He threw 12. But, but the ratio is not yeah. not as bad. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But in his second year to just fly off the radar like this, because this is really is kind of his first year, is, so to he speak. He one played one game. Yeah, he yeah. played one game. So for him to just come out and sling it like this.
1: Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Uh, Yeah,
0: and they have the number one um, seed, so he's set. He's got to be at home, where he's
1: comfortable. He, he, I think he should be good to go. Uh, And I agree. I mean, uh, he is uh, probably one of the front runner for the rookie of the year. Uh, I have no problem with that. Um, I think he. We'll win it, most likely, because the touchdown is what people go by, you know. And a 50 touchdown is, uh, you know, only, I believe, two players done it before. And Brady and Marino, which is pretty amazing. Uh, uh, Manning. Manning. Manning 355. <laughs> yeah, Manning, Marino. Yeah. My bad. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, he, those are unheard of stats. Especially for is second-year quarterback. Um, but, uh, you know... Um, like, like, like I said, the, these awards for the regular season. Uh, so, you know, definitely he'll probably win the uh, regular season MVP, but uh, we'll see how he does in the playoffs. My MVP, or my offensive player would have been Phillip Rivers. Uh, I feel like he had a you know, great season this year. Um, 32 touchdowns, 12 interception, 1-5 uh, quarterback ratio, um, 40,000 passing yard. Um, no one expected them to do anything this year uh, and they went with a 12 and 4 record almost won the division got a bye week didn't happen but for a 37 year old uh, you know late 30s you know to pull that still have you know high you know caliber games that's pretty amazing especially if you look at his draft class eli manning and ben Roethlisberger are nine playoffs and he's in the playoffs right now so yeah
0: so let's do a rock paper scissors who's getting the award
1: Um... I said Mahomes as much okay. as I won, uh, <laughs> thinking, I, I, know, I think it's Rivers I think Mahomes is going to win at the end
0: um, so podcast on everything defensive player of the year is going to Khalil Mack of Chicago Bears great um, way to go Oakland
1: Raiders for trading <laughs> trading a, your best the best <laughs> player who yeah. for a while had one touch one in one sack and one uh, interception uh, turnover for like four straight games, yeah. which was insane. Like that changed the whole, so I feel like if they didn't have Khalil Mack, uh, Bears would not be winning the division. No, maybe in the playoffs, but yeah. not winning the division. No, because he opens up for
0: everybody else to be amazing. Yeah. And you're afraid to run the ball on them, so then you pass the ball, and they have the talent to, to intercept the ball, mm-hmm. which is why the number one um, corner had came from Chicago, and number four came from Chicago. Yeah, it's because you're so afraid to have Khalil Mack get at you, try to throw a quick or, or just get rid of the ball, and it yeah, it's just, he just makes it. He was he's like Peppers was. 15 years ago when he came out. But you're double-teaming
1: he, him. You watch him he, on defense the whole time. He he could play a linebacker or a defensive end. Yeah. He could move around. Twelve and a half sack this year. You know, uh, one INT. Uh, no, it was a Six, six force fumbles. Six force fumbles. I mean, that's amazing to have for a defensive player like that,
0: you know. Uh, and, and your stats are always gonna fall down a little bit once everyone is like, Oh we gotta watch out for him, we gotta watch
1: after yeah. him. Yeah, we'd rather have other, other players in the team get the stats and cover him because he'll do more damage than the other players. Um, so yeah, I agree with Kill Alright, so
0: we're gonna to go to the most exciting game and then we'll give out our trophy for M V P. Most exciting game of the year. Is gonna to go to the Rams Chiefs game. Yeah, that was the 51
1: the Monday night football game. That was the craziest game I ever seen. Probably it was like uh, watching a video game. To be honest, like Madden. It was a back and forth, back and forth. Um, you know, it, it did go to overtime, I believe. Right. No, no, it didn't.
0: Okay, um, the Chiefs had opportunities to get it overtime. That's right. They had a lot of. It was a lot of turnovers in the game. There was a
1: lot of turnovers. No, but that's also made teams, it exciting. Both teams uh,
0: turned the ball over pretty often. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's also when the defense can get involved. It makes it also exciting. Yeah, because if it's just an offense going back and scoring, and scoring, scoring, I, it's, it's not as exciting when the defense comes in and it's getting interceptions and hmm. sacks and fumbles
1: and yeah. But yeah. it still made a high-scoring affair even with all the turnovers. Yeah. That's funny because uh, the Vegas put a line in the sixties or sixties, I believe, as an over/under, and I think Vegas must have lost a lot of money because I think a lot of money went to the over. And obviously, one, one of the—I mean, each team could have scored sixty and more <laughs> points, possibly. So. Yeah, man, that was a, one of the exciting game of the year. Uh, made ESPN's mm-hmm. uh, Monday Night Watchable at that. You know for that. Yeah, I, I was
0: tuning in because I was like, oh, this could be an interesting game because they're two high-flying flying teams. I, there was, it was Week 11, I think there was one loss between both of them yeah, in yeah, And they did not disappoint. Nope. Um, so there were some other good games, but that one by far,
1: that it's not just because of the I think games. I also remember that game in yeah. years to come. Probably. I remember that Rams-Cheese game, you know.
0: Yeah, and now looking at it, it's the number two team against the number one team in so, both
1: yeah. conferences.
0: Uh-huh. So you, you got what you wanted. Um, two power team head. playing against each other, yeah. Yeah. All right. So the MVP for the podcast and everything of the
1: NFL season goes to Patrick Mahomes of the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, I can't. I can't deny that. I mean, he's having an amazing season. Like I said, fifty touchdowns. You know, over fifty thousand uh, yards, and you're getting a bye week, um, number one seed uh, for the AFC. So you've done everything possible for setting up your team to go to the Super Bowl, basically. Yep. yep, you get rid of a quarterback, and you come in, and you do not disappoint. I mean, you can't get any... You don't miss a beat. Not only you yeah. don't miss a beat, you actually play way better than the previous quarterback with the same team. Yeah, you can't get any better than the number one seed
0: no. <laughs> um, when it goes to the playoffs. Yeah. Um, as much as I'd love to give it to Khalil Mack, um, Mahomes put himself in rare form, Well in, in rare company
1: that... Two Hall of Famers are in. As much as Khalil Mack could affect the game, Mahomes affects the game 80% of the time, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or 50% of the time. Every time the offense is in- in field, uh, he's affecting the game just by himself every play. Khalil Mack might affect one or three plays in defensive snaps. Mahomes does it every time. So... Yeah,
0: and I, and he's only going to get better, which yeah. is kind of scary, because he's going to limit his interceptions. He threw some really bad throws yeah, he's, this He year. He still has
1: to learn, I think, but mm-hmm. I think he'll he get improved, especially under Andy Reid, he's going to improve.
0: Yeah, I kind of think he's kind of like a Brett
1: Favre, in yeah. how he's very high in risk-taking. Oh yeah, yeah, he'll find it out there if he wants to, you know. And he yeah.
0: has arm strength. Yeah, so congratulations, Patrick, you'll get your... Brick. Yeah, to <laughs> you'll get your concrete in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right, so let's do. Let's focus on next year for the regular season. Mm-hmm. Since this is a regular season podcast. Yep. We have some interesting predictions for the next year. Yep. Um, so we each have two. So you you can go first and tell all us right. your first prediction.
1: So my prediction is a local one. I think once we'll play a full year next year. Um, I think it was a, now, I, now. If you look back at it, I think once we put him back too fast after his ACL injury. Maybe you should have waited till week five or something. I think that affected his back because he was compensating his legs to do other, you know, using his other parts of his body. So, you know, I think that affected his back injury and fracturing his vertebrae. I think having a whole season off and thankfully this uh, injury is not as uh, as you know huge as the ACL injury, so he could heal by the springtime and start. You know, getting ready for the next year, so I think he will play a full season. Yeah, there was a point
0: this year in which I was—I don't know if I texted you, but I texted somebody, and I was like, doesn't "When we look, played Dallas, I was like, put Wentz on the bench, bring in is. Foles. He doesn't look healthy right yeah. now. Doesn't look he knows, right. Yeah, like something's off. He, yeah. he should not—he should not be putting up zero points and yeah. three points even with, in, in first halves. And then he starts getting going. I don't know if it's his like warming body up warming up or something. Up That's what, for what. But I'm like, there's no way with this team. It, it should be like something zero yeah points. something's yeah. off.
1: Yeah. And yeah, I completely agree with you. They had him in way too early. Yep. Third yeah. game of the season is too way too early. I think it would have at least waited a month after the season mm. started. I think it would've helped him out way more than uh, putting him that early. Yeah, I think we panicked because we lost
0: to Tampa Bay. Yeah. And we're like, uh well Foles had his clear moment and now he's back on yeah. the level playing field and he's Let's not put, as good as we think. In, he's yeah. like went well, half injured Wentz is yeah. better than a Foles which now it's like uh, now it's not no, but it's not, yeah but
1: I mean I, I, I wonder how this season would have went if Wentz came in a little bit later than what he did yeah um, he finished five and six yeah this year well and but even with the injury and in the back he still put up good numbers it was like 22 20 touchdowns seven interception um, over 100 QBR rating I mean so that shows you like a healthy Wentz is probably gonna win M V P again like he did or almost did last year. So that's my uh, prediction for next year. Alright, so my first prediction for next year, and
0: this came as surprises me as I was writing it. I'm saying Cleveland is making the playoffs. Wow. Um, they were seven seven and one or seven eight and one. They had a few games that they should have won. But every game, almost every game they played this year was a competitive game. Um, they're looking like they're in the right direction. I think if the season kept playing, they would probably finish over 500. If you had four more games, they'd probably be two over 500. Just, just by the
1: way they they look, um, a lot of things can happen in the off season. Well, they're find to coach, so that depends on how <laughs> they play next year. Also, if you know, me mm-hmm. Cleveland Browns watch them screw up their coaching search and get someone that's not qualified. But players wise and personnel wise, they definitely has all the tools to make the playoffs next year, especially. If you look at the AFC North, Cincinnati is not going to be that good. No, so you, you don't know what's going times. on with Steelers. Yeah. Um, and Ravens. I mean, if they lose the Chargers, do you think John, Jim Harbaugh is going to Harbaugh going to come back? Um, they've already said he is.
0: Uh, five high, weeks ago, yeah. I would have said no yeah. because his last like four seasons were terrible. Saved
1: the uh, season for them, Flacco. You know, now you have Flacco. Where is he going to go? You know. Yeah, so that's something you predict in the regular yeah. yeah. <laughs> season.
0: But I think Cleveland is on the right path to, to do what they need to. Yep. And for them to get seven wins and after, you know, and then you lose the first game. Yeah. And I think you lose the second game. So seven, you went 500 last couple of games, or over 500 last couple games. I think what games.
1: helps is they have a third-place uh, schedule also, which helps them out probably uh, to kind of make the playoffs. Uh, that's probably one of the things Jacksonville had, because like Jacksonville wasn't, like last year when he went down the division, they were playing a third-place or third schedule, so the competition wasn't as good. So I think that might help them Cleveland to uh, make the playoffs. Hmm. All right, so let's go to your last prediction. My prediction for next year, the last one will be Saquon Barkley will be the MVP of the league. So he'll win the Rookie of the Year this year. Next year he'll win uh, the MVP because I think he's that good. I think he does, he's one of the players I was like, he doesn't need anyone around him to make him good. He's just that good that he'll run over people. If he has another year like this, he, has, he had like 14 touchdowns this year, I believe. Um, and, you know, I think it's going to be more touches for him next year. So I think uh, he's definitely going to uh, win the MVP next year. Yeah, eleven touchdowns. Eleven touchdowns. Well, but, fourteen total. Yeah, uh, right. All right, it's eleven total probably. Uh, eleven. You're right. Um, it'd be fifteen. Fifteen. Four yeah. receiving. Yeah, they like I like to split off. Well, yeah. I don't know why they did that. Yeah, that's. Really nice. <laughs> so yeah, fifteen touchdowns total, which is amazing. It's not. And uh, another thing, he's not a, only a good runner; he's a good receiver from the backfield. So yeah. what's crazy is I'm looking at his stats. He is my height. With about
0: 70 more pounds. <laughs> <laughs> this it is all muscle. Means <laughs> like you just got a bulk up, man.
1: I know. <laughs> and I could be MVP of the NFL <laughs> the next <laughs> year. <laughs> you're also... Your age is a retirement age, right? <laughs> so anyway. Well, I can't be a running back. Are <laughs> well, you offensive line with Jason Peters you're forty You have, still have time to uh, get in for another couple of years make a couple money. Yeah. So my next
0: prediction... Uh, Mariota is going to get traded. Interesting. They, I mean this is going on the limb, but they kind of showed sure they don't need him, mm-hmm. and he hasn't really done a lot. There's other quarterbacks out there that they can go after. You mentioned Flacco.
1: We mentioned Foles. Uh, Foles. Um, I mean, Flacco, Foles, you have, uh, you could draft someone, uh, uh, which mm-hmm. I think if they can because they're going to get pissed off because Marino's number two pick of the draft, so it's funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Winston, too. Maybe they'll uh, switch teams, you know, because I, I heard that Winston might not be coming back to uh, Tampa. And the thing about Winston is he has talent. I just feel he doesn't have the drive to be a quarterback. Yeah, there's,
0: there's people like that. They don't have that. They just, they've just they gotten there on talent, and then once they're with everyone with the same talent.
1: They think that they can, can just go with their talent and not work for the yeah, rest. Yeah, not, not. Work hard anymore. Yeah. So, and especially after watching the Hard Knocks two years ago, um, uh, Winston, I thought he was very fake. So I was like, yeah, it's like you like he was trying to be a leader very hard. Like it's, you could tell like he was doing things to show that he's a leader, but like everyone was like not kind of like <laughs> catching on to it. So it's like you don't do this usually. You're just showing it off for the camera, you know." But, uh, yeah, uh, I mean, that's surprising. Mariota, I mean... Yeah, they got nine wins, and he was hurt for a majority of them so when, he they, did, when they went on the run. So he played, uh, let's see, this year he played one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten. This shows was all the game for not him. But he missed like, like two or three games this year, I, be, I believe. Um, and he... But just like they didn't put up a lot of points sometimes when he played. Yeah, I mean he his best game I get was probably when he played Dallas, and beat Dallas like handily on Monday night. But yeah, he's too he's too up and down to and it's been what five years or something four years. I mean you should be established by this time of what you are. Like we don't know what Mariota is. Like it's yeah, like, oh, to still to figure out what kind of you know offensive players like. Dude, you've been in the league for a good while. <laughs> You won a playoff game last year. It's crazy that they fired their coach who won a out game last year, and they're in the playoff this year. Like, uh, well, you know that that's kind of crazy. Yeah. yeah. So
0: we're gonna wrap this podcast up. We talked about the clouds playoff. Mm-hmm. Um, now we're in the finals, we both predicted Alabama against Clemson, which is not I mean, not anything crazy, but it's a smart bet because they both blew out.
1: The teams that, they that, was played. that was the least exciting two games i ever yeah. seen or saw the score. I <laughs> didn't see it, but yeah. so, I turned around and it was over. Yeah.
0: So they're calling this like part four. I think they would have been in the finals last year if they didn't have to play each other yep. to get to the finals. Yep. So Alabama is minus six and a half
1: right now. Who I'm, are you taking? I'm taking Alabama. I think they're just going to win. I think they're going to uh, blow out six and a half. Um uh, and then win the whole thing. Yeah. Um, I want to pick Clemson because
0: mm-hmm. I don't like to see Alabama win all the time. And Clemson is actually like that really good team that can beat them. Yeah,
1: but they win but, too, so it's not like they yeah. don't win.
0: Yeah. yeah, but I don't know if I can trust their quarterback, Sunshine, I think is what they call him. Because yeah. he's only played a like half dozen games, well, whereas Tua won it last year and,
1: and played this whole well, and they have hurts behind Hertz them. hurts who's played before so it's not like they yeah have two they have two experienced quarterbacks so they could mm-hmm. bring both, both of them in and I think they have a more complete team than Clemson and they, one of the Clemson's defensive line guy got uh suspended for substance yeah and so does Alabama
0: so I feel like it's kind of cancels out but oh, I have so I, many
1: all Americans doesn't really doesn't really matter yeah <laughs> I mean,
0: yeah, I think Alabama wins on a field goal late. Um, yeah. I think it's going to be an exciting game. I would be rooting for Clemson because uh-huh. they're in the ACC. Yep, um, and they're an ACC team that I don't hate. But that being said, I think Alabama's going to win for the twentieth I mean, th- time in twenty years.
1: It seems think, like I think I've talked to you before mm-hmm. this on on the podcast. Like you know, they should extend this to eight teams. Yeah, we talked about it last year. Yeah. and it makes perfect sense. And <laughs> this is why because everyone, no one cares. I think they're going to realize when the ratings are down. Because, like, how many times can you see the same team over and over again? Like, uh, All right, so the Patriots makes the playover or goes to Super Bowl a lot, but they actually have to go through, like, three different rounds to get to it. So it's not like, oh, yeah, you know, Patriots going to be in the semis every year and then go to the finals. It's like, that's not fair, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: Especially, like, the way you do the rankings. Like, so someone's judging if we're a good team, if we're a top four team, <laughs> uh, and it's always the same team. Surprise, surprise. Like That's no fun.
0: So, yeah. I mean, it is cool because you get to see... like, In 20 years, we were talking about, oh, remember like Clemson and Alabama always playing each other?
1: Yeah.
0: But it's just there's no competitive balance in it's it. It's like... A, Especially when you take teams that should have a shot uh-huh. and you don't give them a shot. Yeah. Then Alabama and Clemson are always going to stand out. It's like... Because a, they're, cause they're given the chance to play. Like last year, Alabama... People were debating if they should or shouldn't get get a chance. Yep. Well, they got the chance. There's other teams that are on the cusp, like Georgia this year. it's Like, mm-hmm. should they, shouldn't they, and they don't
1: get it. No, it's like, right, and that's what it's always going to be. Like when we look back, I was like, oh, that was pretty cool. Like that was dominance. But then we and but now sitting here, now, that's boring. I bet you in the sixties when the Celtics were winning eight or nine championship, now it looks pretty impressive. But people were watching. Oh, it's same team again. Like seriously, like come on, like you get tired of it. Yeah. It is cool to see a Dynasty um, play, but it does get old watching a Dynasty play. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And so, hopefully, you know, uh, at some point they're going to extend to eight teams and maybe give, like, four or six of them to a conference champions, and then the two would be, like, the best team from wherever it is.
0: Yeah, there's better ways to do it, and they're not doing it yet, so it's still frustrating.
1: And they're all like, oh, uh we're going to tire out the players. I'm like, you're playing 10 games to begin with, 10 or 11 games to begin with, and one bowl game. And you get a month off. You get a month off. And so you, you're worried you are going to add three extra games? I mean, seriously? Especially the, the top teams, like they're, they're playing extra games all the time. So they'll be fine. Yeah, and I don't think you have an issue if you also pay college players. Yeah. Um, I think that will also go away. Well, you know what's um, going to happen? This year, I saw a bunch of players that are getting drafted not playing in the bowl games. That doesn't mean anything, and I wouldn't either. What if I get hurt? Uh, that happened, I think, yesterday to a guy in NC State. Yeah.
0: Um, I think it was NC State. If it wasn't them, it was another team. But a guy that was going to be in
1: the NFL, I think he broke his leg. I think, I think Ohio State, uh, uh, Joey Bosa's uh, brother. Uh, I forget his name, uh, but he played only three games with Ohio State and. He's like, I'm quitting Ohio State and getting ready for the draft. <laughs> and it makes sense. It's like, and he's going If you look at it, he's gonna be the number one pick coming up in the draft this year. Uh, it's like, if I have that much value, why well, I'm gonna put my line on, my body on the line yeah. and get hurt and not get anything for it? That's what Christian McCaffrey did. He's a, he's like, I talked to my
0: family. I'm gonna not play. Yeah. And he's perfectly fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I th-
1: I think if they change it, they they pay the players this. This whole when, thing they see, when they see that, like, affecting college football, like, the best players are not playing on games, certain games, because it doesn't mean anything, or they're not even paid. That's that's what NCAA, like, when they and it hurts their pocketbook, that's when they're going to be like, oh, you know, we have to. Or they're going to make some dumb rule where, like, if you don't play certain games, you don't get draft, you know, eligible or whatever, you know? Yeah. Because that, that, and, and, that's the thing. NCAA and NFL are in cahoots with each other, So it's like, whatever they say, they agree with other other. Agree with? Yeah, I think the whole bowl system needs to get
0: changed. You had a bowl game that wasn't even played.
1: No. Um, oh yeah, it's <laughs> <so laughs> <the boys> like <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's like, what happens with that? Yeah. Um Like. That's if crazy. i how about to take yeah. all my money back. Yeah. I think <laughs> so, we we're, were you with me? Yeah, yeah. We were we were at uh, Philly that night that day. It's like ooh, all right. So. Yeah, I saw it on the bottom. I was like, oh, seven nothing game, but it ended tied because yeah, the they call it they, off.
0: They can't make it up. Tomorrow, it's it's a stadium. later on, like
1: <laughs> yeah. start two hours later. <laughs> like
0: yeah. I've seen that in like basketball games and other stuff. Baseball <laughs> <laughs> like, it does it all the time. But. Yeah. you can you can delay it and put it to the next yeah. day. I've seen yeah. it happen, especially in college. Yeah, when it comes to down south, when they get snow, and they're like in yeah. Georgia, yeah. like wait, we have snow. Yeah, we like, can't we'll, do anything. Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. push it back like
1: three days. It's possible to do that. Yeah. NCA <laughs> is have, just. Yeah. I feel like. If, if someone does an investigation on them, they'll find so much things about them that, that bigger heads of those are going to get arrested for some shady stuff they're doing. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it's just as corrupt as PIFO. Yeah, PIFO. Yeah, Probably is. still is. Still is, exactly. Uh-huh. But, yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Zahid, for doing the whole regular season of the NFL, yeah. all four quarters. It was a lot of hours. A lot of. It's a great time, though. Yeah. A lot of great insight. We were only a little bit off on our predictions, and some of that... Was uh, thanks to Pittsburgh
1: and Minnesota, Minnesota and Carolina. shooting the bed yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right at
0: the end of the season. I mean,
1: Minnesota kind of kept it going for a little bit. They would have been in the playoffs, not for the last game. So yeah,
0: I was I was actually shocked that two NFC East teams made it.
1: Yeah, no. um, based on everything that happened. That's why you like the NFL, the parody, man. That's why everyone loves the NFL. Like, year to year, anything could happen. You're not going to be bad forever. It's not like NBA or uh, or baseball, where like you know you need a big shift to uh, change your look. NFL, you do one or two things in your team, change philosophy, and you're in the playoffs the next
0: year. Yeah, like we look like, and Cleveland is perfect example. From one year to the next, they just yeah. did a 180. Yeah. Went from winless to a 500 team. Yeah. Which they just leaped over how many teams in the NFL? And it's like instead of like a steady progression of a few teams here and a few teams there. Yeah. They're now in in the middle and talking about, like, playoffs and in next year, which is awesome because the NFL has that. And we talk about the dynasty of the New England Patriots. Mm -hmm. They went 10 years without getting to a Super Bowl in between this dynasty.
1: Yeah. So, like, that's how how hard it is to go back. And, and well, we were... Right on point. One thing over the Patriots, they're going to win the division, and let's guess what happened. they won the division. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it was no contest. I, I would put. I would put a prediction that they're going to do the same thing next year. But <laughs> that's not a prediction. That's not a prediction. <laughs> <laughs> and Dolphins coach got fired. Bills are the Bills, and the Jets fired their coach. Jets fired their coach. So you have two new coaches coming into. So once again, the AFC is going to mm. suck next year. Yeah, and Bill Belichick is like. Man, I'm loving this. No, I've I I for another 20 years. and whenever, Apparently, this is their eighth straight year getting a bye week. That's crazy that you make the playoffs eighth straight year and you get the bye week.
0: Yeah, gotta love the NFL. Yeah. Well, thanks, Zahid. We're going to do a uh, NFL playoff podcast mm-hmm. coming up soon. We're going to have some people join us. Be so be on the lookout for that. And um, thanks, thanks once again, and we're signing off now, and see you guys later.